We begin this Thursday with Jordan's story and the growing number of names being added to a memorial honoring those who died as a result of someone else's choice to drive impaired. It's not supposed to be easy. Nobody understands our grief unless you've lived this and nobody ever wants to live this. I sit with Karen and Doug Reimer in the backyard of Karen's Transcona home. Other people are the only ones that can understand this, that have survived it as well. Their anguish and anger, well, it's still with them. It brings me back to a time when I was a kid watching my parents deal with the death of my brother Don. He was 16 when another driver slammed into the car he was in not too far from this golf course, Waverly and Trappist. She was good in school, but she loved sports. She loved her friends. She loved to have fun. She she had the best sense of humor. She was... Jordan Reimer packed a lot of life into her 24 years. Sports, hockey, competing and playing on boys' teams and then taking it to another level. Ironically, when we first wanted her to switch, she, she said, nobody else is... Vo- forcing their kid to change from ringette to hockey mom and then after she said i was so glad you and dad never listened to me her sister nikki is 13 months older and so they were uh, lucky enough to play um on double a AA and triple a teams in winnipeg together and then go off to university in alberta and um ended up together on McEwen University team for three years together. Ended up in Brandon? Yeah. What was she doing in Brandon? Well, she got a, uh, she went there for a boy, and then she um, got a job that she loved and made new friends, and um, she worked for MPI out there, and she had aspirations of uh, getting her master's degree and moving up the ranks at MPI, and um, yeah, she was very... Very happy there. And then the call. I was asleep in bed. 2.20 a.m., May 1st, 2022. Our, our oldest daughter, Alex, called me and just said that there had been an accident. Bond and Kildare. And that I should come there. And that's all she told me. She didn't know how bad or everything. She just said, just come there. How far away were you? I'm on Holka, which is two blocks two blocks away. Karen was at the lake. And I just said, where, where, which hospital will I meet you at? And he just kept saying, come to my house. Uh, We're not meeting at the hospital, which I couldn't at that time understand. I just kept thinking the whole way home. This is wrong. It's, this is a nightmare. It's not real. And... And she's going to be okay. She's got to be okay. And I just kept thinking, they're wrong. It's not Jordan. It can't be Jordan. After initial denials, including leaving the scene of the high-speed crash, a guilty plea. 29-year-old Tyler Scott Goodman pleaded guilty to impaired driving, causing death and failing to remain at the scene. A sentencing hearing is scheduled for November. Goodman driving a pickup truck at 108 kilometers an hour in a 50 zone, slamming into Reimer's Jeep at Kildare Avenue West and Bond Street. Her injuries, catastrophic. She wanted to have kids. She talked about how she wanted to have four kids, just like her and her sisters. And she wanted them to be in hockey and she just wanted them to come and enjoy the cottage. And just, she wanted them to have the life that she loved. And she 
And it's heart-wrenching. Hey, Goodman and a group were drinking all night and had purchased more beer at a nearby Transcona hotel. Court heard a woman took away his keys only to have another friend give them back. Goodman's mother also pleaded guilty to obstruction of justice for lying for her son to police. Throughout this process, people had the opportunity to stand up and be heard. Yep, and make, and make change, and they chose not to. And, and, and the thing that we don't know, we'll never know, is with the, the, these individuals, did this go on every weekend? This Saturday, Jordan's name and two others will be added to Mad Canada's Memorial Monument. There's already 84 people named on that monument. All died as a result of someone's choice to drive impaired. We're not wearing our Jordan purple shirts because we recognize it's just not about our daughter. Uh, and it is about everybody's loved one who's been killed. And I think that we just are going to quietly um, be there to honor Jordan and all the others and, um, and feel the love and support of all the other families. Difficult to listen to. Joined in studio by Trevor Enns, Mad Winnipeg Chapter President. Good Hello. afternoon. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Julie. We need no more names. No more names added to this monument. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, we're adding three this year, Jordan being one of them, and too many. And as you listen to Mr. Reimer speak, and I, I, I want to highlight something. He said... You know, he received the call at 2.20 in the morning and he was told there's been an accident. This is not an accident. No, no. These are not accidents. These are preventable. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, it's not a word that we have in the mad vocabulary. It's accident has been taken out. That would imply that, uh, that this couldn't have been changed, but it absolutely can. It's a choice. It is a horrendous choice that someone makes to drive impaired. And it could end with that proper choice. You don't come to an organization and a president of it without having your own story, and I'm sure I'm sure you do. I do. Um, I came to MAD back in 2015, and it's something that uh, I've been passionate about ever since. And you heard Richard talk about his family. You and I have talked about a, a crash in my own family. It's almost, you know, when we talk about cancer, we talk about everyone's touched by it. But here we are, three individuals We've all been touched by this. It, it, it is like a cancer. It's, it's tough to compare to that in that um, cancer can't be stopped tomorrow. Impaired driving can't be stopped tomorrow. It is that choice. Uh, and it's that simple, isn't it? It is. It is that simple. With Matt, we, we preach all the time about making that smart choice, planning ahead. Uh, if you know you're going out that night, making sure that you have something set up. And there are so many options now, not just the taxi cab or the phone call home that it was. There's ride share now that uh, Uber, there's ones that'll even take your vehicle home for you. So if at the end of the night, uh, you didn't intend to be in that situation, but you are, phone them. They'll take your car home for you if that's the important thing to you. Rich? Trevor, how much more room is on that memorial? In my opinion, none. None. But uh, it is it is large. We have covered the front. We are working on the back of it. I don't want to put up another one. No, you shouldn't. And um, unfortunately, this 
will continue to happen. Um, a blatant case like this, and at some point, likely after sentencing, we'll talk about some of the the behind the scenes and the dynamics here, because this is a family that has fought fought hard and continues to fight hard for justice for their child on this, uh, whose life was robbed. And my my sense, Mr. Enns, is that we still have a long ways to go, both on the law side and the enforcement side here, because so often over the years I've dealt with so many relatives of victims that just feel that the system victimizes them over and over again. The system is set up for, for the driver, for the accused. Um, as far as the victim side of things, there are not a whole lot of help for them or understanding for them. Um, with the Reimer family here, it is the first time that they've been thrown into a situation with the justice system. They have no idea how to manage through it, what they can talk about, what they can't, uh, what they have access to. Um, MAD helps with that. We help to organize their thoughts, prepare them for what's coming down the road. Um, but one of the things that we do tell them right away is that it's called the justice system, but it does not feel like that. There's nothing that, there's nothing that can be handed down that's going, to, that's going to stop the pain, that's going to make it feel relevant to what they've lost. And Julie, as we go forward on this, the one thing in this case, and I'm not sure if it's unique, but certainly it sticks out in the cross, so many others, is that there were others that made choices that night. Essentially, there is a 29-year-old that's being held accountable and will likely go to jail, a mother that lied for her son, but others in and around that were out that night with Goodman made choices. And somehow the primers and so many other people are saying, Where's their accountability? And, um, you know, perhaps, um, you know, at, at some point in life, they will be held accountable morally and, and maybe judicially. And so there's advocacy here to change the laws in all this. But for now, as, uh, as, as, as the family and as Trevor N's mad Winnipeg chapter president have told us, they're etching more names at a memorial this Saturday.